Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Episode 15.5. I hope you all enjoyed the uh, impromptuity episode that I did with my two oldest boys uh, in the previous episode. I thought it was thoroughly enjoyable. My boys had a lot of fun, and it was kind of fun for them to be able to hear themselves afterwards, uh, replaying the episode back to them and, and my wife and my other kid. I've had a few other people have a chance to listen to it as well, and I think they've enjoyed it. Uh, we've already got on the books to do more of these in the future, so hopefully it will turn into a thing. But so far, it's been fun. Uh, again, this boils down to I think it's important to smile and it's important to laugh, and that's what my one of the purposes of this podcast is in the first place. So smile and laugh. A few things that I've acquired uh, over the recent uh, last couple of weeks that are just fun, random, miscellaneous, and albeit perhaps stupid would be a good word for it, but maybe not things that I just want to share. Um, I'm always obsessed with some certain things that are shiny. Um, you've heard the old adage, uh, why is a bass boat shiny? It's because like fish, rednecks are attracted to shiny things. Um, I'm definitely attracted to shiny things. And for some reason, things that are titanium are interesting to me. So I own a titanium citizen watch for no other reason than it's titanium. So I recently acquired a titanium spork off of Amazon. Uh, I have it hung up in my office at work, and it is literally next to a sign that says, beware the titanium spork. I also uh, have gotten into custom things. So I have a handful of custom belt buckles. I think I've mentioned that before. One of them has the symbol from the UA, uh, the um, My Hero Academia School. I have another one that's got the fairy tale symbol from the fairy tale anime. Uh, both of these are from a um, custom belt buckling place, belt buckle making place in upstate New York. Um, I believe it's called uh, Meddlesome Art. Uh, or so, anyways, talking about custom things. I also have a custom tungsten ring I got off of a place that does um, custom symbols, and it also has the fairy tale symbol on it. Most recently, I acquired two paracord bracelets that have little plates on them that you can put custom phrases on. So they were like 12 bucks on Amazon for two of these. They shipped from China, so it took a couple extra weeks. But it was kind of fun. One of them says, uh, never stop fighting, never stop laughing. And the other one says, if found, please return me to my wife. I thought that was kind of clever. And the last thing I got... Uh, on one of the apps that I get on often uh, called Curiosity, they have advertisements there. And one of them was for steampunk sunglasses. So I jumped on Amazon because I like having a pair of sunglasses in each of my cars. And I found a pair of steampunk sunglasses for like $11. So I decided to buy them. They came over the weekend. And, uh, you know, they look pretty extreme, fairly eccentric. And I absolutely love them. They're so shiny, in fact, that if you get the right glare, I think you could blind somebody with them. So uh, I'm going to put that in the awesome category. I'm going to consider that a win. All right. So on to a lesson learned that uh, occurred to me over the past couple of weeks. One of my children, as I've mentioned before, struggles with ADHD. And for those of you who don't know, one of the things with people who have ADHD is they can get panic attacks pretty quickly when they get overwhelmed with too much. For example, if I send this child down to their room and say, clean your room, and they go down, they'll come back two minutes later and say, it's done. And you say, okay, well, let's go down and look at your room together. And they pause and they think and they say, oh, let me go back and check again. And they spend 10 minutes down there and they come back and they say, okay, it's done. And then you go down with them and it's maybe 40% done if you're lucky. 
Is it a question of them lying? Is it a question of them intentionally and overtly trying to mislead you or to be misbehaving? Uh, in this particular situation, the answer is no to all of those. What it is, is they see this disaster of stuff and they become overwhelmed by it. But for me personally, I struggle to comprehend and understand that reaction. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I have a hard time with it. So with this particular child, when we ask them to unload the dishwasher, that's easy for them. They see it, it's orderly, they know where everything goes and they put it away. And for the most part, that's, that's a pretty easy win. But when I ask them to load the dishwasher, they have to pull all the stuff out of the sink and it's mismatched, it's disorganized, and it could take them, instead of five minutes, it could take them an hour and a half. But if I sit there and I do it with them and I unload the sink with them and organize it with them, it somehow alleviates that. So this all comes back to a lesson I had recently that's helping me understand that child. And this event happened where, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but when I was a child, I struggled with reading. Uh, for one thing, I had a difficulty with comprehension. I could read words, but they wouldn't sink in. And so my parents ended, just ended up sending me to a special um, supplementary reading school where uh, I, I learned a lot and it was good and it was very educational. And if you want to call it a learning disability, if you want to call it anything under the sun, regardless, I struggled. And for most of my life, I honestly don't remember that being an issue for me since my parents sent me to that class. So it's kind of escaped my mind and my memory because I love reading. I love literature. Well, I had an experience recently where I had um, I was in a situation that was causing me significant anxiety. But I was also not in a situation where I could leave because normally when my anxiety hits a certain point, I do one of two things. One, I find something to distract me from it or two, I leave. Those are my two solutions. And are they right or wrong? I don't know, but they help. In this situation, I could do neither. And this anxiety, um, I was trying to solve it through doing some research. I was going to try to find some information. And so I pulled out my phone and I found what I was looking for. That was the easy part. Then I had to read it. And it was like my childhood came back to haunt me. As I read, I read the same two paragraphs probably dozens of times, and it would not sink in. I could not understand what I was reading. They were literally like looking at pictures as opposed to words. It was not sinking in. It was not digesting. And it was overwhelming. It was like I was looking into the mouth of chaos, and I could discern nothing. After a period of time, I was able to slow my heart rate a little bit and bring my anxiety back in order to some semblance and start to comprehend things. But the lesson I took away from that, above and beyond the fact that my anxiety obviously affects my comprehension, is I now understand that for this particular child of mine, that when they get in a situation where they're overwhelmed, that certain senses or certain things that they normally can do quite literally shut down or are blocked or stopped. And so my need to have greater patience with them has definitely increased exponentially, or at least my recognition of that. And so I'm going to try that much harder to try to be more patient and understanding with them until we can get them through this, uh, this challenge in their life. So anyways, that's, that's, my, uh, that's my recent lessons learned experience. Uh, on to top five. So for those of you who are aware of the Mario universe within Nintendo, there's a lot of characters that pop in and out of them. Some of them are good guys. Some of them are bad guys. Some of them are, um, 
kind of like fence sitters where sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. There was a character that, if I understand the backstory correctly, was introduced in one of the uh, Mario tennis games. His name is Waluigi. He wears purple and his hat has an upside down L on it. One of the things that he's most notoriously known for is that he says wah in a really hilarious way. My oldest son says it best, so I'm not even going to attempt it. Well, some of the fans have harnessed that and they have made some music off of it that you can grab on YouTube. They are very hilarious if you want a good laugh, especially if you know the original song they're based off of. So I'm going to run down those top five real quick. The first one is One Day More. This is from uh, Les Miserables, and he does a fantastic job um, kind of riffing on this. Another one is the Waluigi Chorus. Uh, so this is from the um, one of the Christmas songs. Another is the Wacapella for the Longest Time. So for those of you who know the song for the longest time, this is a Waluigi version of it. It's really funny. Um, one of them is called the Wa-Eligi, uh, W-A hyphen E-L-E-G-Y. This is the assist trophy song. One of the things that Waluigi is also known for is when the Super Smash Bros. song or uh, games have come out over the years, Waluigi has been passed over to be added as a main character, and instead he's been a trophy which he obviously doesn't like because he wants to be in it as a fictional character. So, And then the last one is Carol of the Wah, Carol of the W-A-A. So it's kind of like Carol of the Bells, except for from Waluigi. It's very, very funny. So that is my interlude episode for the week. Hope you have a spectacular week. Smile and be happy. And remember, Chuck Morris doesn't sleep. He just waits.